So we've been going over the brief biographies of the ten who were given the glad tidings of paradise. Like we said, there are others also who were given the glad tidings of paradise. It should not be thought that there were only ten. We mentioned briefly the biography of Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiyallahu anhu and also the biography of Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu anhu Today then we'll have a brief look at the biography of Uthman ibn Affan radiyallahu anhu So he is Abu Abdullah Uthman ibn Affan radiyallahu anhu is Abu Abdullah Uthman ibn Affan ibn Abi al-As ibn Umayyah ibn Abd al-Shams ibn Abd Manaf yaltaqi ma'a Rasulillah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam fi Abd Manaf His lineage it meets up with the lineage of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Abd Manaf. So the lineage of Uthman ibn Affan radiyallahu anhu meets up with the lineage of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam at Abd Manaf. Wahuwa al-abu al-khamis. And that is the fifth grandfather of Uthman ibn Affan. وَأُمُّهُ أَنَاسْ the mother of Uthman ibn Affan. Then her name was Arwa, the daughter of Quraiz, the son of Rabi'a, the son of Habib, the son of Abd Shams, the son of Abd Manaf. وَأُمُّهَا أُمُّ حَكِيمٌ Al-Bayda bintu Abdul Muttalib and her mother was Umm Hakim Al-Bayda the daughter of Abdul Muttalib Aslama qadiman he became Muslim at an early time from the foremost of those who became Muslim Wahajar al-Hijratain and he made both of the hijras, both of the migrations, the initial one to Ethiopia, and then the second one from Mecca to Medina. وسلم, and he married two of the daughters of the Prophet Firstly, he married Ruqayyah, the daughter of the Prophet ﷺ. And after she died, he then married Umm Kulthum, the daughter of the Prophet ﷺ also. And the Prophet ﷺ married 
Ruqayyah, and then after she died, Um Kulthum to Uthman ibn Affan, because of his closeness to him, and it shows the love the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam had for Uthman ibn Affan. وَوَلِيَ الْخِلَافَةِ إِثْنَتَيْ عَشَرَةَ سَنَةِ إِلَّا عَشَرَةَ أَيَّامِ وَقِيلَ إِلَّا اثْنَيْ عَشَرَةِ That he was the Khalifa for 12 years short only of 10 days. And some say short of 12. That his time as the Khalifa lasted therefore 11 years 11 months and 20 days. And according to the other opinion, 11 years, 11 months and 18 days. That was the length of his khilafah. وَقُتِلَ فِي ذِي الْحِجَّةِ لِثَمَانْ عَشَرَةَ خَلَتْ مِنْهُ بَعْدَ الْعَصَرِ He was killed in the month of the hijjah In the month of the hijjah The month just gone. The month of Hajj. He was killed in the month of the Hijjah on the 18th of the Hijjah. The 18th of the Hijjah. After the Asr prayer. وَهُوَ يَوْمَئِذٍ صَائِمٌ And on that day he was fasting. سَنَةَ خَمْسٍ وَثَلَاثِينَ And that was in the year 35 Hijri. In the year 35 Hijri, on the 18th of the Hijjah, after the Asr prayer, that is when he was killed. And that was in the 35th year of Hijri. And he was at the time 82 years old. He was at the time 82 years old. Uthman ibn Affan. The person who incited his killing was Abdullah ibn Saba, the Jew. He initially used to claim to be a Muslim. Then he claimed he wanted rectification. Then he claimed he was giving da'wah. Then he called for jihad. He traveled to spread his fitna in the land of Hijaz, then Basra, then Kufa. He went to Damascus during the reign of Uthman ibn Affan and was expelled by its people. Then he went to Egypt and started to openly promote his innovation. Some of the youth and the commoners were affected by his call. And they entered Medina and put Uthman under siege for a month. Those who were affected by Abdullah ibn Saba', they came and they put siege. They surrounded Uthman ibn Affan and put him under siege for a month. A man who was following the Jew Abdullah ibn Saba' entered the home of Uthman saying, Allahu Akbar. Nothing prevents me from entering paradise except killing this old man. 
This is the fitna of the khawarij. They do not make a distinction between the elderly, the young, the scholars or the common people. And Uthman's murder was from the greatest of the trials upon the Muslim ummah. So that was Uthman ibn Affan who was murdered, killed uh, by the fitna incited by Abdullah ibn Saba who used to claim to be Muslim and then he spread all types of fitna thereafter amongst the people in the different lands. Then after that it mentions here in his brief biography the names of his children. The names of the children of Uthman ibn Affan radiyallahu anhu. وَلَهُ مِنَ الْوَلَدِ عَبْدُ اللَّهِ الْأَكْبَرِ So from his children was Abdullah al-Akbar, the elder Abdullah, وَأُمُّهُ رُقَيَّةِ بِنْتْ رَسُولِ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم. Abdullah, the son of Uthman, his mother was Ruqayyah, the daughter of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He died when he was six years old. وَدَخَلَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَى اللَّهِ عَلَيْهِ قَبْرَهِ And the Prophet sallallahu is the one who entered into the grave in the burial. The son of Uthman, who was therefore the grandson of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the son of Uthman, Abdullah, son of Uthman. The mother of Abdullah is Ruqayyah, the daughter of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then he had another son, Abdullah, Abdullah also, the younger one now. Wa ummuhu and his mother was Fakhita, the daughter of Ghazwan, the sister of Utbah. Then also, there is Umar, his son Umar, and Khalid, and Aban, and Maryam. These four, their mother was Ummu Amr. Ummu Amr was the mother of these four children of Uthman ibn Affan. Ummu Amr, the daughter of Jundub, Ibn Amr, Ibn Humamah, min al-Azd, from Azd, uh, from the tribe of Dos. Then also, he had Al-Walid, and Sa'id, and Umm Uthman, and their mother, those three, was Fatima, the daughter of Al-Walid, the son of Abd Shams, the son of Al Mughira, the son of Abdullah, the son of Umar, the son of Makhzum. Fatima was the mother of these three. Fatima, the daughter of Al Walid. Then there was Abdul Malak. La aqiba lahu mata rajulan wa ummuhu ummul banin bintu uyayna. Ibn Husn, Ibn Hudayfa, Ibn Zayd. Abdul Malik, he did not have any offspring, did not have any children, died as a, a man in his adulthood, 
And his mother was Umm Al-Banin, the daughter of Uyayna, the son of Husan, the son of Hudayfa, the son of Zayd. Also, he had Aisha, a daughter named Aisha, and also Umm Aban, and also Umm Amr. These three children, their mother was Ramlah, the daughter of Shaybah, the son of Rabi'ah. He also had Ummu Khalid and Arwa and Ummu Aban, a younger one. And their mother was Na'ilah. Na'ilah, the daughter of Al-Farafisah, the son of Al-Ahwas, the son of Amr, the son of Tha'laba, the son of Al-Harith, the son of Husan, the son of Dhamdham, the son of Adi, the son of Janab, Min Kalb ibn Wabr. So that is a list of the children of Uthman ibn Affan radiallahu anhu. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave Uthman radiallahu anhu the glad tidings of paradise. Several times. Several times the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam gave Uthman ibn Affan radiallahu anhu the glad tidings of paradise. Uthman ibn Affan spent his money to ready the army for the battle of Tabuk. That is famously known about how Uthman ibn Affan spent his own money to prepare the army of the Muslims from his own personal wealth to prepare the army of the Muslims for the battle of Tabuk. And that made the Prophet ﷺ very happy. And he said, مَا ضَرَّ عُثْمَانَ مَا عَمِلَ بَعْدَ الْيَوْمِ مَا ضَرَّ عُثْمَانَ مَا عَمِلَ بَعْدَ الْيَوْمِ that nothing Uthman does will harm him after today. Nothing Uthman does will harm him after today. After that great act of Uthman spending from his own personal wealth to prepare the army of the Muslims. And the Prophet ﷺ once said, مَنْ حَفَرَ رُومَةَ فَلَهُ الْجَنَّةِ Whoever will buy and dig and prepare the well of Ruma will be granted paradise. Hadith in Al-Bukhari. And it was Uthman radiallahu anhu who did that well, brought it, dug it up and made that well, bought it and prepared it. Allah united the Muslims also upon the recitation of the Qur'an that was collected by Uthman. Because the Qur'an, when it was originally revealed to the Prophet ﷺ, it was revealed over 23 years, sections at a time. All of it didn't come in one go to the Prophet ﷺ. It came in sections. So those sections were coming over a period of 23 years. Whenever those sections would come, the Prophet ﷺ would memorize them. He would go and teach the companions. They would memorize them. They would even write them down on small pieces of paper, small parchments, small scrolls. They would write down these different sections that they were learning from the Prophet ﷺ.
So then, after the Prophet ﷺ died, the companions had memorized the Qur'an. Many of them had memorized it all from the Prophet ﷺ. Many of them had written sections down on pieces of paper that they had at the time, parchments, scrolls, different things. They'd written bits and bobs down too. Not the full Qur'an. They didn't have, none of the companions personally had a full uh, all of the ayat, all of the chapters, but they had sections that they were learning and they were writing down sections, sections, sections. Then it was Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu anhu who initially gathered all of that Qur'an together. Gathered it all together, the sections here, sections there, sections all of the companions had. Got it all together, so he had all of the sections into one full compilation of the Qur'an, which was kept in the house of Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu anhu. Then, years passed by, and we got to the time of Uthman ibn Affan radiallahu anhu. And what started to happen was that the people were starting to differ over the recitation of the Qur'an. There are different recitations of the Qur'an. You might have heard of different imams from different countries. They have a different recitation of words and pronunciation of words. For example, Maliki Yawmiddin. And they might say sometimes you hear Maliki Yawmiddin. These types of things. So there are differences in recitation like that. At the time of Uthman ibn Affan, people started to differ over those things. Saying, no, you're wrong, and no, you're wrong, and it's like this, and no, it's like that. And they started arguing with each other, and differing with each other over these different recitations. So then Uthman ibn Affan had all of them gather it together again, and compile it again upon one form of recitation. The language of the Quraysh at the time. And all other forms, Uthman ibn Affan told them, Burn all of the others. This is the the uh, the uh, the default which is now going to be kept. What he had compiled, and it's mentioned he compiled six full copies, or five or six full copies. He sent one copy to uh, Mecca, one copy in Medina, one copy or a couple of copies to Iraq and those areas. One copy up to Sham. Copies were sent, and they were the references. That was the version. Now the recitation. That was going to be used so people wouldn't differ and say, no, this is wrong and that is right and this is how you recite it. So he compiled it all. That's what's now known as the, the Mus'haf Uthmani. Uthman's Mus'haf. So that's what's mentioned here, that he united the people upon the recitation of the Mus'haf. Now what's printed, what you have available are four different versions of recitation. Not versions of the Qur'an, the Qur'an is one. But the recitations, there are four recitations of it. The recitation that everybody is aware of and most people here learn is known as Hafs. That is what most people here learn, that is what we know. Then there is also what? Qalun. That is a recitation. And also? Warsh. That is a recitation. And also? There is one more version known as, or the version which is derived from a duri recited in Sudan and Chad and those areas. Those four are available and you can see those and you can, they're, they're printed, those different four recitations. 
But all of those, they are from that original compilation of Uthman ibn Affan. Then Allah sealed his life by causing him to die as a martyr. Uthman ibn Affan died as a martyr. Thus the Muslims have agreed that the best of the ummah after the Prophet ﷺ is Abu Bakr, then Umar, and then Uthman ibn Affan. Radiallahu anhum. Then we move on to Ali ibn Abi Talib. Ali ibn Abi Talib radiallahu anhu is Abu al-Hasan, Abu al-Hasan, Ali ibn Abi Talib. Ibn Abdul Muttalib Ibn Ammi Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam So Ali is the son of Abu Talib who was the son of Abdul Muttalib who was the son of the uncle of the messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam How is that? He was the son of the uncle of the Prophet ﷺ. How? Who's the uncle of the Prophet ﷺ? Abu Talib. His son is Ali. Ali was the son of Abu Talib. Abu Talib is the uncle of the Prophet ﷺ. So Ali was, as we say in our terms now, related to the Prophet ﷺ as his Cousin, even more, you say. First cousin, isn't that referred to as first cousin? So he was first cousin, the way we say it now. وَأُمُّهُ And his mother, the mother of Ali ibn Abi Talib, was Fatima. Her name was Fatima, the daughter of Asad, who was the son of Hashim, who was the son of Abd Manaf. وَهِيَ أَوَّلُ هَاشِمِيَّةِ وَلِدَتْ هاشميا أسلمت وهاجرت إلى المدينة وماتت في حياة النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم So he was married or his mother his mother was Fatima the daughter of Asad the son of Hashim the son of Abd Manaf she was the first Hashimi to be born as a Hashimi and she accepted Islam and migrated to Medina and she died during the lifetime of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, then Tazawaja Fatima, he himself married someone by the name of Fatima. Also, Fatima, the daughter of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, فَوَلِدَتْ لَهُ الْحَسَنُ وَالْحُسَيْنُ وَمَحْسِنًا مَا And they had children: Al-Hasan, Al-Husayn, and Muhassin. Also a son by the name of Muhassin, but he died at a young age. <coughs> then he had other children too. He had other children too. Walahu min al-walad. Muhammad ibn al-Hanafiya. And his mother was Khawla, the daughter of Ja'far. Min bani Hanifa. So from his wife Khawla, another wife, from his wife Khawla, he had the son Muhammad. And also he had the son Umar. And his sister, a daughter that Ali had, Ruqayya. And they were twins. 
So Ali ibn Abi Talib, radiyallahu anhu, had twins, Umar and Ruqayya. Uh, and their mother was by the name of Taghlabiyya. By the name of Taghlabiyya. Also he had Al-Abbas, the elder one. And it is said regarding him, As-Saqqa. Al-Abbas and it is said Al-Saqqa. Or As-Saqqa. Qutila ma'a Al-Husayn, he was killed alongside Al-Husayn. And his brothers, meaning full brothers from the same mother and father, Uthman, the son of Ali, Uthman. There was a son of Ali called Uthman. And Ja'far and Abdullah, Banu Ali. Ummuhum Ummul Banin Al-Kilabiyya. Their mother was Ummul Banin Al-Kilabiyya. Then he also had Ubaidullah. And he also had Abu Bakr. La Baqiyata Lahuma. They did not have any offspring. And their mother was by the name of Layla. Layla, the daughter of Mas'ud al-Nahshaliyya. Another one of the wives of Ali. He also had Yahya, but he died young. And his mother was by the name of Asma' bint Umais. He also had another son by the name of Muhammad. And that was from his wife, Ummul Ummu Walad Daraj. And he also... Had Ummul Hassan and Ramla, and their mother was Umm Sa'id, the daughter of Urwa, the son of Mas'ud al Thaqafi. He also had a daughter, Zainab, younger Zainab, and Umm Kulthum, the younger Umm Kulthum, and the younger Ruqayya, and Umm Hani, and Ummul Kiram, and Umm Ja'far, her name was Jumana, and Umm Salama, and Maymuna, and Khadija, and Fatima, and Umama. All of these were daughters of Ali. And they had different mothers. Ali ibn Abi Talib married several times. وَكَانَتْ خِلَافَتُهُ أَرْبَعَ سِنِينَ I will get to that in a moment. So here then, it mentions the offspring of Umar ibn al-Khattab. The different daughters, the different sons of Umar ibn al-Khattab. One of the sons of Ali, as we mentioned there, was called Umar. One of his sons was called Umar. As the Shia claim that Abu Bakr and Umar, they tried to take over the Khilafah and they stole it from Ali and Ali hated them. If Ali hated them, then why would he name his own son Umar? You will not find any Rafidi naming his son Umar because they hate Umar. The Rafidah hate Umar. They won't name their sons Umar. Yet Ali ibn Abi Talib, naming one of his sons, Umar. The Rafidah are not followers of Ali. They only claim that and it is a false claim. Ali will free himself of them on the day of judgment if they do not repent and return to the truth. They hate Umar ibn al-Khattab, yet Ali ibn Abi Talib loved him and named his own son with that same name. Then... Also we mentioned Al-Abbas who was killed alongside Al-Husayn. The murder of Al-Husayn shows the dangers of fitna. During trials and tribulations, the righteous people are murdered before the evil people. 
And it mentions in the Quran, And fear the fitna, the affliction and trial, which affects not particularly those of you who do the wrong. It is widespread, that which occurs. Also, what's important to note here, is that another one of the sons of Ali was called Uthman. He had another son called Uthman. Showing his love for Uthman, that he named one of his sons after him, after the name Uthman. And how could he not love the ten who were promised paradise? Similarly, you will not find any Rafidi on the on, on, on earth who will name his son Abu Bakr or Umar or Uthman. And yet here we see another one of the sons of Ali ibn Abi Talib was called Abu Bakr. So he had a son called Abu Bakr, he had a son called Umar, he had a son called Uthman. Ali ibn Abi Talib. And the Rafida, they hate them and they would never name their children after those names. So they are not followers of Ali in reality. Also he had Yahya, Muhammad, Ummul Hassan, Ramlah, and the other names that we mentioned. Ali radiallahu anhu did not marry any other wife during the lifetime of Fatima. When she died, his wife Fatima, the daughter of the Prophet ﷺ, after she died, that's when he married his other wives. At the time of his death, he had four wives. At the time of his death, he had four wives at that time. Then it mentions about his khilafah, وَكَانَتْ خِلَافَتُهُ أَرْبَعَ سِنِينَ His Leadership, his khilafah lasted four years. وَسَبَعَتْ أَشْهُرْ And seven months. وَأَيَّامًا And a few days. Four years, seven months, and a few days. And some say it was actually ثَمَان وَخَمْسُون That it was actually 58 days. Some say 57 days. So there are different opinions. Uh... Or rather, rather, there is a difference regarding how many days there were. There was four years, seven months, and some days. How many were those days exactly? There is a difference of opinion over that. Four years, seven months, and some days. But how many days? Difference of opinion. Then, when he was killed, when he was killed... He was at that time 63 years old. But some say he was 65 years old at the time. Some say he was actually 58 years old at the time. And some say he was 57 years old at the time. But when he was killed, it was in the year what? What year was he killed in? 40 Hijri. Killed in the year 40 Hijri. He was murdered by Abdul Rahman ibn Muljam. This man was from those who used to teach the Quran. But when he entered the fitna, it overtook his heart. So he went from Egypt to Iraq to kill the fourth rightly guided Khalifa, Ali ibn Abi Talib. He thought he would remove evil from the Muslims by killing him. When in fact the murder of Ali caused evil for all of the Muslims. 
So it's a lesson for us to learn that somebody cannot merely recite the Qur'an without pondering over its meanings. He used to be somebody who used to teach the Qur'an. Yet he went and got himself into that great fitna. So it's not just about reading and reciting without understanding and pondering. So the student of knowledge and the, the believers, they must sit uh, with the righteous people and not to sit with the innovators or to listen to their recordings or lectures or read their books. And nowadays the YouTube and all of the social media, you don't blindly just listen to anybody. Anybody comes on YouTube with a beard, uh, puts some books behind them and says, Sheikh this and Sheikh that. How do you know who he is and what he is and what he believes? No idea. Anybody can come onto YouTube. It's not just about YouTube and social media platforms and followers and all these things. It's about who those people are, where they've studied and what background they have and what qualifications they have. If there are people on YouTube with the proper qualifications and background, then okay, listen to them. There are clips and videos of the mashayikh. You get them on YouTube. Clips and videos of the students of knowledge who are known and grounded. Listen to that. But don't blindly go to anybody who comes on YouTube, no background, no nothing, no study, no student of knowledge. You will become misguided if you try to take your religion like that blindly. Also in the virtues of Ali ibn Abi Talib is the famous narration where the Prophet ﷺ said, لَأُعْطِيَنَّ الرَّايَةَ رَجُلًا يُحِبُّ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ يُحِبُّهُ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ That I am going to give the flag of the army to a man who loves Allah and the Messenger. And Allah and His Messenger love him. فَتَطَاوَلْنَا لَهَا فَقَالَ لِي عَلِيًّا Then the next day, it was Ali ibn Abi Talib who was called forward and he was the one given the flag. Meaning therefore, a testimony from the Prophet ﷺ that Ali ibn Abi Talib is somebody Allah loves and the Messenger loves. So that is a brief look at Uthman ibn Affan and Ali ibn Abi Talib radiallahu anhumah. That is now four brief biographies mentioned of the ten who were given the glad tidings. Next week we'll move on to the remaining six insha'Allah ta'ala. And next week what time is Asr, uh, Maghrib going to be? That's 7.45 or something? Hmm... What time exactly? You have an exact time? Seven? before but it won't be a full class otherwise we have to start after Maghrib so it's up to you if we try to squeeze it in before it'll be maybe 40 minutes maximum maybe try I can't get here before 10 past 7 or something or or 5 past 7 or something so it won't be a very long class if we try and squeeze it in before 
Otherwise, if it's afterwards, we can start at 7.44, so maybe 8 o'clock, 5 past 8, we can start. So, I don't know, it's up to everybody. But decide this week and let me know. <laughs> and let everybody know. Everybody's on the, the, the mailing lists or the groups or the WhatsApp or whatever, Telegram or something. So, you can all keep in contact with that. Decide this week and let me know and we'll, we'll decide what we're going to do with the class time next week. The week after it will be simple. The week after, definitely after Maghrib. Because the week after Maghrib will be 7.25, 7.30, definitely after Maghrib. Just next week it's in the middle. So, we'll decide what to do this week, inshallah. وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين